Welcome! This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. And this is Thursday Feet, and it's so good to have you again here online. For those of us that came around, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can call your neighbors, call your friends, call everybody, and um, tell them let's get around. It's time to hear God's Word again. Okay, now August is a special month. In August, we've been, we've, been, we've been doing two series at the same time. Sundays, we've been doing one. And on Thursdays, we've been doing another series. And Pastor Fidelis has done a fantastic job the last two weeks um, teaching on this same topic, how to be led by the Spirit of God, how God's Spirit can lead you. He has done, he has done an extensive job, and by the grace of God, I'm going to continue. Hallelujah. Are you ready? So let's go. Now, we've, we've, just like a recap, we've, we've come to understand that um, the real you is a spirit. You have a mind or a soul and you live in a body. Okay? Now we're going to really go down into some other part of the series. Now I'm going to try my best tonight to be here to communicate these things that God has laid in my spirit to communicate to us tonight. Now first thing I want you to realize is that you cannot be led of God or by God if you don't know his voice. What do I mean? Nobody can lead you except you can identify when that person is talking. So, you cannot be led of God's spirit if you cannot identify the voice of the spirit of God. We live in a time and an age where everybody needs direction. Now, the reason why people go and meet prophets, why people go, um, I think the right word is, why people go to consult prophets and consult seers, is, is because they want to know what they're supposed to do. They want to get a sense of direction. Amen? But to get direction, you must go to the one that has the direction. You know, when Pastor Fidelis was teaching, he made mention of um, being led of the Spirit. It's almost like as if you're using GPS, which is true. So you want to move from point A to point B, and you need to know how to get there. Now, um, I remember when I first came to Lagos, there's some, in fact, I didn't know anywhere. So if I, if I must move at all, I would have to use Google Map. There's some place I can go to now without the use of it because I now know the environment. That's how life is. Now, for life, because you've not gone through life before, you do not know what it would take to move or how to get to point B from point A that you are. So the easiest way to get there is to get connected to the one that already knows the best route to take. Hallelujah. Okay, so... Um, when you don't know when God is talking, it becomes difficult to actually follow God. So the first thing we must understand, the first thing we must know, is how does God speak to us? How does God speak? To be led of God, you must know how God speaks. Right? You must know how he speaks. How does his A and later say B? 
He's not in the business of trying to confuse people. Hallelujah. So everything, every prophecy, every word from him must be consistent. That's why he said, he said, my sheep knows my voice. They understand his word. So when they hear something that is not in line with his word, they know that is not from him. Okay? So, so take note. Anything you hear, anything you see, anything you are told that is not consistent with his written word cannot be from God. I don't care who is saying it. I don't care the person's title. Because there is no human being that has a title that is bigger than God. So there is nobody that cannot tell you something and that thing now holds more, more water. That thing now becomes more valid than what God has said in his word. Understand this. Anybody that puts fear in your mind is not speaking from God. Anything you hear, anything you see, anything you are told that generates fear instead of peace is not from God. Let's see John 14, 27. I'm still, I'm still using the Amplified. We're still looking at the first way he speaks to us by his word. Just John 14, 27. Okay. He says, peace I live with you. My perfect peace I give to you, not as the word give do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. He says, I give you peace. My words are supposed to comfort you. They are not supposed to make you troubled. Okay? So, what, remember we're dealing on how to be led by the Spirit of God. So, any impression you have that gives you fear cannot be from God. God does not need to make you scared to command obedience. No, 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 no. He doesn't need to put fear in you in order to command obedience. God is not a native doctor. He's not a dibia. It is a dibia that will need you to be afraid in order for you to bring things for sacrifice, not God. Hello? It is, I'll say that thing again. It is a dibia that needs you to be afraid in order for you to, to align with what he's trying to tell you. God does not need to make you scared. He said, my peace I give to you. My perfect peace I live with you. I do not give you peace like the word. Because if the word wants to give you peace, you need to bring something. No, he did not ask you to bring anything. That's another thing. Whoever tells you that God said, Thus said the Lord, bring so-so and so-thing. In order for you to get so-so and so-thing, it's not from God. There's only one sacrifice that you, need to, that you need in order to achieve anything in life. And the sacrifice has been paid already. It's called Jesus on the cross. Any other person telling you that you need a sacrifice, you just already know that that is not the spirit of God. Okay? The key to designing the voice of God is through his written word. His word must be in your mind. In order for you to discern that it is him that is speaking. If his word is not in your mind, you cannot discern that he's the one talking to you. Hallelujah. His voice always bears witness with his word. 
In other words, what I'm saying is that the Spirit of God bears witness with the written word of God. The Spirit of God always comes to confirm whatever has already been written. So how to be led by the Spirit of God? Number one, you must know the word of God because God basically repeats his word. Everything you would hear verbally, everything you will hear audibly must be in line with the written word. So the first thing, you must learn the word. Hallelujah. Let's see John 16 verse 13. John 16 verse 13. I'm still using the Amplified. John 16 verse 13. He says, but when, the, when, when, when he, the spirit of healing, that you cannot pass that particular route. I remember something that happened to me some time ago. I was going back home. I was still in Benin then. I had not relocated to Lagos. I was going back home and I was driving. And okay, normally there are, there are different routes I can actually use to go to the house. And as I was driving, there was a strong impression in my spirit to enter the street from the back, from, from the back end. But... I was like, mm, I beg, I don't want to pass there today because of the nature of the road. Let me go through where I normally take. And then as I entered um, the major street where, where you have to turn to get into my street, I had, I had another strong impression, slow down. Since I did not listen to the first one, I decided to slow down a little. I didn't know why I was slowing down. Immediately, I, I applied the brakes a little to reduce my acceleration. I had gunshots. And all of a sudden... A car drove out of my street with so much speed. And immediately I heard the gush and I, and I saw the car running out. I just quietly just parked middle of the road. Other cars parked behind me. The car zoomed out and zoomed off. And then I turned into my street. And immediately I got into my street. I was hearing them, people saying, ah, robbers or oh, robbers or oh, robbers. And I was like, whoa. What was God trying to prevent? He initially told me, come through the other side. Right? But I did not listen. When he says slow down, if I had not listened, it means as they were trying to run out of my street, I'd have blocked them. Imagine you block armed robbers that just finished robbing and they are trying to escape with your car. What do you think will happen? That story for another day. Have you ever had a situation whereby you feel like leaving the house and in your spirit, you, there is no freedom, there is no release, but you force yourself to leave the house? And then something happens. Because God was telling you, chill, don't leave, don't go, don't go. You said no. You have to go. Because for you, the only set of people that hear God, you have to be a pastor first. Listen, the leading of the spirit is not for pastors, for everybody. Hello? It's for everybody. Spirit. I will put within you. Now, I will give you a new heart. Meaning, all right. Let's see Romans 8. Let's see Romans 8. Excuse me. Let's see Romans 8. Okay, verse 16. It says, the spirit itself bears weakness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So let me ask you. How did you know you're a child of God? How do you know you're born again? Hmm? 
How do you know you're born again? The day you came out and you said, Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart, yada, yada, yada. How did you know that you were born again? There was a conviction in your spirit. That was God's spirit speaking to you and telling you that you are now his own. In the same way he told you you now belong to him, in that same way he gives you instruction. Proverbs 20. Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. Proverbs, Proverbs 20 says, For the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So when you get born again, now when you say they light your candle, light talks about direction. Right? When there is no light, if technical decides to turn off this light, you won't see me again from your homes. Because everywhere will be dark. I will not be able to find my way from point A to point B. Because I cannot see where I'm going to. So what does God do? When his spirit comes inside of you, his spirit lights up your spirit. How does his spirit light you up? He lights you up by his word. Do you get it? So, your spirit is the candle with which God searches you and with which God gives you direction. But at the same time, he gives you this light and direction by putting his word and his spirit inside of you. Does God speak through prophets? Let's bring this to a close. Yes. But the prophet is not meant to tell you what God is saying. I want to say that again. No man, I don't care how many years he has been in ministry, let him be calling fire from up, down, and from down, out. No man is supposed to tell you what God is saying concerning you. The only thing a prophet or a pastor is supposed to do is to confirm. That is if you are even looking for confirmation. Hello? If you're looking for confirmation, then a prophet or another pastor or another brother in Christ can confirm what you already know God has said. If you do not know what God has said concerning you, it is easy for you to get misled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what have we been saying since? How does God tell? How does God speak to us? One, through his word. Number two, by giving us impressions in our spirit. Okay? Number one, through his word. Number two, by, in, by giving us impressions in, his, in, in our spirit. Number three, by speaking to our spirit and our spirit speaking back to us. How does our spirit speak back to us? Through our conscience. Because the conscience is the voice of the spirit. So sometimes you're in your house and you're arguing with yourself. Has it ever happened to you? Yes. You hear something. You say, uh-uh, no, I will not do it like this. You're actually having a conversation with God. You're actually, at that time, you're having a conversation with God. But a lot of us have so reduced ourselves that we believe that God cannot talk to us. See, that's the only reason why you're not being led. Because you think you cannot be led of God. You think you're not good enough for God to lead. But you are. So if you have ever had an impression in your spirit, if you've ever had a conversation with yourself when you want to make a decision and then 
you will hear do it like this. You say no. Why will I do it like this? I want to do it this way. You say no now. Why don't you do it this way? If you do it this way, look at what and what and what will happen. You say no. I want to do this so that this and this and this will happen. You are fulfilling that scripture. Say come, let's reason together. You are having a reasoning time with him. And have you noticed that most of the time when those things happen, you are not praying. In fact, you are not fasting. For some of us, it has happened to us while you are driving. It can happen to you when you are in your bathroom, having your bath. All of a sudden, you just hear that, ah, hurry up, go to the office now. And then if you, if you just obey and you just go, you realize that that day your boss decided to come early to check those that will not come because he's looking for who to sack. And then your boss is looking at you strange, wondering, how come this person knows that I'm going to be here? Because something told you. Okay, sorry, I just said something. No, it's not something. The Spirit of God told you to move early. How many of you know the devil can never tell you to do something good? He can never tell you. It is not in his nature. It is not because he doesn't want to tell you to do something good. He lacks the ability to tell you to do anything that will glorify God. So every time you hear in your spirit something that will give glory to God, it is God speaking. Now, the voice becomes clearer as you continue to obey. It becomes easier to know he's talking to you. The more you obey, the clearer his voice becomes. The more he speaks and you do as he bids you, the clearer it becomes. Now, Let's bring it down. Let's close. We're closing a bit after seven because we didn't start early, but let's close. Do you know it becomes easy to pick a career if you listen to your spirit? Because God is interested. You're scared about who to marry. And so you're looking at this sister in church and you're judging this sister based on her physical stature that you can see. But there's something in your spirit telling you, that's the person. But you say, no, it don't fit my specs. You've not been able to invent rubber. But you have spec when it comes to human being. I have a, I have a friend that's about to marry somebody. I won't call his name. The person he wants to marry is the direct opposite of his spec. But he has peace of mind in his relationship. I won't call his name. Do you know the difference? Unlike most of you that may probably still be single in another three years, he decided to follow the leading of the Spirit of God. Do you know God knows the end from the beginning? And so he knows that brother that comes to church and speaks in tongues. And if he raises his hand, people are falling under, under the anointing. He knows he's a woman bitter. He knows he has temper problem. And God knows that you have not disciplined yourself enough to keep quiet. So if you marry him, you will use your mouth to make him beat you. So God is telling you to meet another brother that cannot beat. You say, eh, hey, hey, eh, this brother that have Lexus Jeep, I died here. No problem. Two weeks after marriage, you're calling pastor for fresh counseling. And then you say it's the devil. No, it's not the devil. You were told, but you did not listen. And then you're not going to meet a pastor. Pastor, I've not finished solving his whole problem. 
You know, say should pray for you, and God should tell him that who you are going to marry. Now, because you want the pastor to answer you by all means, he's forced to give you an answer. And so he looks at everything you have told him about the guy and tells you to not work. And you are still single, you are 35. Because you are waiting for the pastor that will tell you to marry. No problem. When you get to 40, you will listen to God. Listen, listen, see. Listen, brothers and sisters, listen to me. God is so interested in your life that at every time he's impressing in your spirit what he wants you to do. If you can shout out everybody eh, and concentrate on what you are hearing and then marry what you are hearing with what is in his word, you will not make mistake. Now, the big question is, if you don't know his word, how do you know he's the one telling you what to do? Because Satan speaks too. Your emotion speaks. You know, a lot of times we do things based on, we make decisions out of our emotions, out of how we feel. So we use our mind. You know, Pastor Fidelis has dealt, I'm trying so hard not to go back to the things Pastor Fidelis has taught. We talk, we, we, we make decisions based on our feelings, our senses. I like this guy. He's from a good family. He speaks well. He has graduated. He has a master's. He, he obviously has a good future. And so I'm going to say yes to him. Whereas there's a carpenter somewhere. Eh? That has school sat. But he's going to have the biggest furniture house in, in, in the whole of West Africa. And while his business grows, he's going to go and do schooling. He'll probably get his BSc from Open University and get a master's and get a doctorate. But right now, all he has is school sat. And God knows he's the perfect man for you. But you have judged him by the fact that all he knows how to do is carpentry. And you say it cannot work. Well, if you've not heard anything today, hear this. God speaks to you. But you must know his word in order for you to know when he's speaking. And you need to get to a point where you stop judging things by your physical senses or else you keep making mistakes. Can we bow our heads? Wherever you are in your house, wherever you are, just bow your head tonight. There's one thing, there's one prayer I want you to pray. It's simple. Lord, help me to stop relying on my senses. Let my focus be on you. Let me set your word. And let me learn to wait for your leading. Let me learn to wait for your leading. Daily, let me seek your word. Daily, let me seek your word. And let me learn to listen because I know you always speak just talk to Jesus talk to Jesus talk to Jesus I don't want to make decisions again about how I because of how I feel 
I don't want my decisions to be based on my feelings. I don't want to live a life that is emotion driven. I want to live a life that is Jesus driven. Thank you, Father. Thank you because you hear us every time we call on you. Blessed be your name forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, for those of you at home writing, you can write for further reading Romans 8, 14, Colossians 3, verse 16, Romans 8, 14, and Colossians 3, verse 16. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Springs.